Hello, hello, and welcome to Decaf, a production of the Beacon Center of Tennessee. Taylor and Mark are coming at you on the happiest day of the year. First of all, I will say that I thought Mark's Red Bull was a Bud Light, which would be appropriate (laughs) because we are celebrating the release of our Pork Report. The Pork Report is the most exciting report that we have all year. Sorry, policy team. This report is the one that gets me super jazzed. I love it. If you're new to Beacon, if you're new to Decaf, the Pork Report is our annual report detailed government waste and abuse of taxpayer dollars across the state. This year, we have broken it up. We have 12 entries, three from statewide and three from each of West, Central, Middle, and East Tennessee. Mark, let's just jump right in. Our four categories today, we're not going to talk about sports. We're not going to talk about pop culture. We're going to talk about the pork report specifically. So Mark, drum roll, please. Please reveal to us what won our pork of the year this year, the most egregious example of government waste of money. What was the pork of the year this year? Yeah, the one award you don't want to win. Um, The (laughs) pork of the year was Stadium Madness. So all of the tax dollars going to professional sports stadiums. You know, we had the Titans deal, which got all the press and was, you know, probably the highlight of this entry in Nashville. But it wasn't just that. You had the lookouts in Chattanooga who asked for a bunch of money from local taxpayers and got it. You have a special tax district in in Knoxville. Memphis has updated the Liberty Bowl and has asked for a bunch more money from the state. So this is a huge problem. And, you know, the Titans deal enough was, I think, was enough for pork of the year where most people would agree with that, the $500 million given to the stadium. But the other parts of are doing the same thing. So it's like, we need to nip this in the bud and say, hey, just because you did it, you know, it doesn't mean all these other people are entitled to it. In fact, none of you are entitled to this money. And it really is, you know, it's something that has happened across the state. This is a huge issue that's not partisan in any way. This is Republicans, it's Democrats. Everybody wants to give money to millionaires and billionaires, it seems like, to build their own little stadium. So this is a really big problem. And it was good that this is one of the first times we've had, a, maybe the first time ever we've had a pork of the year that actually hits a bunch of different areas, which is cool. I was literally just about to say that, and you touched on it a bit. Last year, our pork of the year was in Nashville. I don't remember what it was the year before, but it there it's usually a pork that is specific to one area. When our staff was going through all of our potential pork report entries this year and thinking about what pork of the year might be, this stood out as a clear winner. It was a unanimous vote among our staff of what the most egregious example was. And it was stadium subsidies. And we point out in the report that stadium subsidies have shown over and over and over to not be a good investment. I mean, one of the justifying points that people are making for the Titan Stadium itself is that the city got in a bad deal years ago and they're having to now pay things down. And so now we're going to do another deal with the Titans franchise? I don't think so. So it, it, it really goes to show that our government officials, for some part, if not the most part, aren't thinking smartly with our tax dollars. And that's what this work report is there to point out. Justin just sent Mark and I an article a little while ago that showed that a new poll showed that government is still Americans' number one problem. People just have issues with government. And this and this is why. Now, one of the things that I love that we do in our pork report is we don't just detail what's going on. We don't just sit there and rant. We also have solutions to these issues. And the solution, I'll I'll read it for you, but it, it basically just says government shouldn't be in the business of funding sports stadiums, period. It's not a good investment. It's not what we recently did a poll at the Beacon Center overwhelmingly showed that Tennesseans want the government to get back to basics. Mark, I would argue that funding sports stadiums, that ain't back to basics, baby. That's not it. 
Well, that's a good argument because I don't think anybody, even the people who are for this, which is like 20% of people in Tennessee, can't say it's back to the basic. It can't say this is one of the goals of government or one of the normal things they should do. They could say, oh, I like sports and maybe I like this or maybe it's a good investment. It's not, but they're allowed to be wrong. Um, But they can't say, yes, this is one of the roles of government. So I think this is a good example. And like I said, it's a bipartisan one. And part of why we do this whole report is not to just say, oh, hey, we're embarrassing this people or we're embarrassing, you know, the state or this local mayor or whatever. That's not the point of it. The point is that we want to kind of embarrass them, but so they don't do it again. And, and, <laughs> yes. and honestly, and, and, the, and the Titan Stadium specifically, like some of this is still in flux. The Titan Stadium has not been approved by the National City Council yet. We have this Memphis deal. They're going to ask a bunch of money from the state government. It's not been approved yet. So hopefully, you know, when you see this report, some of these politicians that may have voted for it the first time or have, you know, done it can say, hey, you know what, maybe this isn't such a great idea because there's a couple different parts of this pork report. You have incompetence, which is mostly just Metro Nashville. That seems to be most of their <laughs> entries are just pure incompetence. No, nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing where they're like, oh, this is not incompetence. This is just the government being wrong about something. And it's yes. our job to tell them that they're wrong. I mean, I don't know what else we can do. We give them every number in the book that shows what a bad investment it is. Um, but I mean, I guess we're not, you know, millionaires or billionaires who can give campaign funds to to their election. So we sure. don't have as much power, but it's important that they see the other side. Because I, I actually don't think it's something where they're, um, they're bought and paid for. I just think that they have this idea where they think that these stadiums are good investments. Despite the contrary, every single study and every – Nobody in Tennessee wants the stadium, but I think it's, you know, you need to hear the other side and we need to be louder about it. We need to be more clear to say, hey, you're wrong about this. You're allowed to be wrong, but just listen to us because in the future, we hope you'll be right. You're allowed to be wrong, but do it with your own money. Like, don't do it with our money. That's that's my whole thing. Like, if you want to be wrong, be wrong all day. Just spend your own money doing it. Spend my money fixing the pothole on my street that I have to swerve around every day. And every time there's a cop behind me, I'm afraid he thinks that I'm having a stroke because I'm swerving around this big old pothole. Use my money for that. Not on this new Titan Stadium. I could go all day on this topic. I think that these localities also need to hold, you know, their government officials accountable. I mean, what, what they're sure. doing in Chattanooga for the Lookout Stadium is pretty, I mean, they asked for a bunch of money from the state. The state thankfully said, no. But then, of course, you have this issue where the state's clearly picking winners and losers. They're saying the Titan Stadium's worth our investment. The Lookout Stadium is not. Now, granted, the Lookout Stadium is definitely not worth anybody's investment. <laughs> sure. Um, but <laughs> – they're saying that they're they're picking a choice there, and Chattanooga taxpayers should be, and Hamilton County should be livid that their money's going to the special tax district. Um, and then you have the same thing in Knoxville. Randy Boyd is getting kind of a special carve out for his team. And then again, same thing in Memphis, where they are just they're going to be asking for four or five stadiums to be redone by the state taxpayers. So. It's not just the Titans. That's getting all the headlines. But it's important to point out that actually a lot of this stuff happens at your local level. It's not just the state government. So it's important to keep an eye on these things. We as federalists, I think that Mark and I would both identify as federalists, genuinely believe that the government should be as localized as possible. And we that's why we work in state think tanks. That's why we're not working up on Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C., even though we love politics and we follow it. We genuinely believe that the most important decisions are made at the local level. And so when you see all these pork report entries, that's the reason we break it down into West, East, Middle, and statewide, because we want you to see that even in localities, even in smaller areas, there are egregious examples of taxpayer money being wasted. And there's things that you can do about it as the taxpayer. It's your money, dude. Get out there and hold some people accountable. So let's talk about that. You actually hinted at another entry that I want to cover earlier when you said, we're not just here to call out local mayors. We're here to remind you that you can be accountable. (laughs) We are kind of calling out a local mayor here. Okay, There's one instance, yes. (laughs) 
So our coworker Jordan is from Martin, Tennessee, and just down the road from Martin is Dresden. And he brought this to our attention, that the Dresden mayor... Correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not reading this verbatim. I didn't write this one. But the Dresden mayor spent all this money making plans for a new, what was it, city hall on a piece of property that the city didn't even own. And then when when asked why all this money was spent making these plans, local officials said, and I quote, that's a really good question. Like, what in the world? And I want to take away some of this. It's not local officials. It was a specific mayor who said that. So yes, one mayor yes. did all these things. He didn't even let his alderman know about this plan. So he just went and did this. And, you know, it was a, it was an example where there's a tornado that, that they did their city hall. They're going to build this new, you know, this new nice complex. The mayor who's had other legal troubles decided to sure. just do this. The most nonsensical, and this is like, again, this is pure incompetence. He he paid $80,000 to get an architecture yep. Design firm to to kind of put a I guess I don't know what you call it not a roadmap but like a, a design together like a blueprint, a, blueprint a plan that's it blueprint for the new city hall and you know they spent all this money and they had the they obviously had the the whole blueprint on this location and then they found out afterwards that the alderman that they do not even own this piece of land and they will not own this piece of land ever so he just wasted eighty grand didn't tell anybody just said I'm doing this I'm not going to tell the people who you know I work for essentially and then. Found out they couldn't do it. And like you said, the worst part is that he showed almost no remorse. I mean, he didn't really, and, and he blamed the alderman who had no idea of the plan. And then when they asked him why this happened, he said, that's a good question. So it's not shocking he came in third uh, in the mayor's race after that. So he, he is no longer yes. the mayor as of about a month ago. Um, but this is so, so typical of the worst kind of government, right? This is like, I'm going to do something horrible. I'm not going to apologize. I'm not going to make it right. Cause I just called, he should have paid 80 grand out of his own pocket by doing that. Imagine somebody building a home, paying an architectural design to do a blueprint for them for a land they don't own. No normal person would do that. Nobody using their own money would do that. That is strictly like, I don't care. It's not my money. Who, who cares? One simply does not do that. I know from my family doing work on our house, every time something went like $1,000 over, my dad was like having a heartburn. A normal family, normal people don't just go and spend money on things that aren't going to happen. Like straight up are not going to happen. Can you imagine just thinking, maybe if I spend $80,000, I'll convince them that this is good. I would think that the logic would go the other way. And it did. So this was a huge waste of taxpayer money on a very small localized level that deserved to be called out in the pork report this year. It's so unfair to dress in taxpayers. And think about Dresden too. It's a small little town, you know, West Tennessee. Eighty thousand dollars to them is not like eighty thousand dollars in Nashville. Like that's a much bigger yes. deal. Because I mean, obviously their tax collections are much lower. And it's just, it really is kind of because it's not about the money. We we talked about that a lot. Like this report is not just about how much they spent. It's about how egregious they are. So you know, eighty thousand dollars might not seem like a lot to you, but this is just kind of the example of the worst type of government that everybody hates. Again, this is not partisan. This is just something where it's like, who would ever do that? Who you know <laughs> values taxpayers so? little that they don't care how I mean he just basically took 80 grand and lit it on fire that's what he did he did, yes. I mean, that's essentially the same thing as what he did. And now they have to go through the process again for the city hall. So it's like this they have to do this again and probably pay the same firm or maybe another firm money to do the same exact thing. It's it's um it makes your blood boil. And you know of course we don't get involved in politics. We don't have it but it, it's not um 
I'm not going to say I'm happy, but it's not surprising that he came in not third in, in, in the mayor's race after, you know, and this is one of many scandals, but this one really, if you're a taxpayer, it's got to make your blood boil. I don't even live there and it makes my blood boil. I, I'm I so know. mad about it. I know. I, I fully agree with you. I really feel sorry for the taxpayers of Dresden. They're going to have to make up for this gross deficiency of common sense on the part of their mayor who went and spent this money on something that is quite literally never going to happen now, especially that he's not mayor. It's never going to happen. So I like I really gross deficiency of common sense. I think that's a cool, that's a great, <laughs> great way to talk about him. Cause I, that's exactly right. <laughs> I'm going to write that one down and use it whenever I get mad at you. Um, let's move. We're in West Tennessee. So let's move to the middle Tennessee. And you mentioned when you were on your first soapbox rant that our, most of our entries for Nashville just simply have to do with incompetence. And I think that the homeless, homeless pods are, are one of the biggest cases. I mean, I will say last year's pork of the year with MNPS and Meharry Medical Ventures, that was incompetence, but the incompetence never ceases to exist when you're talking about Nashville and the waste of money. So earlier this year, uh, Nashville invested a good chunk of money. I say invested, invested is kind of a generous term, spent a good chunk of money on pods to house homeless people. The pods are now sitting unused, not housing homeless people. And I was downtown just last night seeing homeless people sitting out in the cold, damp weather, and these homeless pods are not being used. Mark, what the heck is going on here? I mean, it's just Nashville being Nashville. Um, <laughs> awful, just awful government. And, and it's, it's it really is like I don't understand how they can continue to be this incompetent about basic things. We're going to mm-hmm. have you know, policy disagreements. Fine. I think that's OK. That's healthy. Sure. That's sure. not what we're talking about here. We're talking about asking for one point two million dollars for federal from federal tax dollars. Um, for these homeless pods during COVID and then just not using them. Just saying, you know, we're going to leave $1.2 million of homeless pods in storage. We're not going to use them. We're not going to help the homeless people they were meant to, to use. And you can have a real discussion about, okay, is are these homeless pods good investments or not? But that's not the discussion. The that's thing is, you discussion. already paid for them. And, I mean, paid for them. You already took tax dollars to get them and now you're not using them. And again, they did this with security cameras for school. There's something going. I, I don't understand how uh, just, you know, a city government can be. And again, people will say corrupt. They're not smart enough to be corrupt. Like they're not. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's some, kind, but like it's not corruption for this one. It is pure incompetence. And they kind of blame the state, saying, "Oh, well, the state didn't say that we could use it exactly for this." They and the state's like, "No, you can use it for this. You have to have a couple <laughs> pods for COVID, but like you can use it for this." And then. At per typical for, for Nashville, they stopped responding to press inquiries. They just said no comment. Same as what they did with the MMPS deal last year where they know they're caught. They know they look stupid. And instead of trying to explain or fix it, they say, oh, no comment. I will say one positive thing that just happened in the last month is they are using 25 of the homeless pods. I think it's 133 total. So they're using Perfect. about one fifth of them for just COVID stuff, which is what it was meant to be in the first place. So they didn't even use it for what they said they were going to use it for. Um, it, it, it's, um, it, it's, just, it, I don't even know. It's discouraging. It's frustrating. And at some point, you know, somebody needs to be held accountable for this. Same thing with the MNPS contract. How has nobody been held accountable for this? Because this is, again, just 
it's not a disagreement. We have some policy disagreements in here. We say, oh, you know, we like even, I mean, even the- um, All the time. The, All yeah, the, the time. Sta- the stadium thing is, is a policy disagreement with All the time. these people. But that's not it. It is just saying, I spent $1.2 million. I asked for it. I want these homeless pods on top of a $50 million deal. And I'm not even going to use them. Why ask for it if you're not going to use it? That's like, you know, oh, I, I would like a Lamborghini um, for Christmas. I'm not going to ever drive it, but I just want it. <laughs> I just want to, I want to put in storage. Covered up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, storage. That's right. I don't even want people to say it. I just want to put it in storage. It is just asinine how they keep getting away with these just insane uh, uses of, of tax dollars. Like they're not even using it. So say what you want. I mean, this is like the Dresden thing again, and hopefully they eventually use it. And that's part of why. This is in the pork report too. It's not just a future. It's like, hey, why don't you use these now? You know, we have a a, a, a pretty big homeless population in Nashville in this park specifically. We didn't say it's a good use of money in the first place, but you already have it. At least use it for these people. The state said you're fine. Stop using excuses and use it and help homeless people. I will call this a gross deficiency of common decency, spending so much money and not even using it to help the people it's used for. And then I, I, I imagine the Nashville like PR and comms office, they're all just sitting there with their fingers in their ears saying, la, 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 everything's fine. And the room is on fire around them. Like that is how I picture the Nashville comms and PR office, because the elected officials and all these other bureaucrats keep spending all this money and then they have to answer for it, except they don't have to answer for it. So they choose not to. Can you imagine having that job? I would last a week. I would last a week. I would never have been able to do it. I'll give them a little bit of credit in the fact that they can't, there's no excuse. They can't defend it. Now, no comment is the worst thing you do, but like, it's like when you do something so dumb, you can't even spin it. So it's like, what do you do? At that point, they're just like, you know what? I'm done. I'm, I'm out of here. Like, no comment. And it's every department because they all have comms. You know, MMPS has, you know, I guess a spokesperson, not not a great one. Um, but not a great one. I mean, all I can all I can picture is that gif of Robin from how I met how I met your mother sitting under her desk drinking wine. Like that's that's all you can do at that point. It's like you can't defend it. So if you have to show up to work, you're just showing up and and trying to survive. That's all I can. I I just I, I part of me feels sorry for them. Honestly, I could never do it. I feel so sorry for them. That's the same thing with like the press secretary for the president, right? No matter what, you didn't make these decisions, no matter no matter what president is, and you have to defend all these things. You're like, well, look, I didn't do that, but like you have to act like it was you. Um, yes. So it is tough, and I, I do kind of like you know the the comms people and just just throwing in the towel, saying you know I'm not going to respond. <laughs> just We're no good. comment. No comments, easy. <laughs> We're good. I'm I'm checking out on this. <laughs> and, and it's up to truly, it's up to people like us, but also the media to really hold them accountable. Um, and you Let's know we, we actually. Dennis Ferrier really do a great job on the MMPS contract. Um, Vivian has done a great job on this. And you have some other outlets, but it's like, with I need an answer to this. Why did this happen? What oversight was there? And how do we fix it immediately? This is still not solved. So can we fix this? We spent $1.2 million. We took it from federal tax dollars, which are also state tax dollars, um, that you know put us more in debt. Can we at least use them? That's all I'm asking. Like, Who do we need to talk to to use homeless pods that we paid for? And here's my little bleeding heart moment of the day. People need this, okay? You've got people who are about to be cold. They are outside in the rain. People need this. The resources are available. The money's been spent. The resources are there. People, human beings need these things. Distribute them. Get them out. Get them out of storage and give people somewhere to go in the cold, in the rain, and potentially in the snow this year. Okay? there. That's my bleeding heart moment for the day. 
make it make it better. Just fix it. It can't be that hard. Just fix it. The money's already been spent. Fix it. Um, for our last entry that I want to talk about today, let's keep. We're move. We started in the west. We're moving toward the east. This is one of my favorite, and by favorite, I mean makes me want to put my head through the wall entries of this year. And it's called Netflix and Bill. Net. Knox County, or I guess city of Knoxville, did something they thought would be a really good idea. Shocker, it was not. People continue to cut the cord, as we say, and get rid of cable packages. I mean, I grew up in Alabama with cable one. That was the only option. Now I have direct TV stream, pops up on my TV, share it with my brother-in-law. It's incredible. People are doing that. People are going to Hulu Live, to YouTube Live. But the problem is that those aren't taxed like cord, corded basic cable is. Knox, City of Knoxville thought it would be a good idea to try to tax those things. Mark, why don't you tell us what happened when they tried to do that? Well, so first of all, I want to say why I, I don't think we really got into the idea. And I talked to Chase a little more about it, but why, you know, um, cable companies were taxed. Sure. Yes. It's because good point. Good they point. used in, infrastructure to pay for it. So they had to put their, you know, their cords and stuff down under, under the ground. So they were using kind of property from the city to pay for that. And they gave them, you know, some percentage of the, of the cable subscribers there. So it made sense why that was the case, which makes us even more asinine because the only thing that Netflix and Hulu are using is the internet, which is not provided right. by the city of Knoxville, right. even though they want to provide it. Um, so this idea that because they lost money on essentially what was a monopoly, because that's what the cable you know thing was. It was a monopoly um, where you can only have one cable provider in certain areas. And, and because they lost out on this monopoly, they're trying to figure out how to replace the money. So, of course, what's the best way to replace it? Just sue big companies. And we're talking about like incompetence. This isn't incompetence. This is just, they knew it was, I guess it is incompetence, but it's like yeah, it's a, a, it's, it's like, also we need to it, it's just like, it's nonsensical. It doesn't make sense. And yeah. I'm not a lawyer. And I know, obviously this is not the same thing. And uh, so when we did the report, we said, you know, this is going to be a waste of taxpayer dollars one way or the other. Um, it, it's a frivolous lawsuit. It's ridiculous. So if that's the case, you know, you're paying for time and resources of these government employees, assuming you're not, you know, and you also may be hiring lawyers from the outside. I'm not sure how much they spend on it, but it's a lot. Um, if you win, which seemed unlikely to me, you're going to be forcing Netflix and Hulu, you know, people to be paying more money because they have to raise the price if you're going to tax them. So either exactly. way, you're, you're hurting taxpayers and Knoxville citizens. Um, unsurprisingly, it lost Easily in the Supreme Court, I think it was unanimous, and it was just like, no, what, what is wrong with you? Of course, you can't do this. So On it's November just November twenty second. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and that was kind of an update to our original post because it just came <laughs> Less out. Less than a month ago, we we were in the process of writing this. It was already in copy edits, and we found out that the Tennessee Supreme Court sided with Netflix and Hulu, and said that they did not have to pay the franchise fees that the city of Nashville, I mean, city of Knoxville, was trying to impose on them. Big shocker, not really. It it really was it. It is good news for taxpayers in one way, in the long-term way, but in the short term, there's still so much money and so many resources, time, opportunity cost that was spent on a stupid lawsuit that was never had, they never had a chance. Well, and it was a lose-lose, right? It's either way, taxpayers are going to lose. I, I have to, I mean, I would actually like to do the math on how many hours they worked. I wish there was a way to do that I and know. see how much they cost the city of Knoxville. And it's, it's lawsuits like this that just make people mad. And again, this is how... How much? How little do you care about taxpayers? You basically did this thing. It, it's kind of like hoping you win the lottery. You know you don't have a case. There's no case. This is, it's a ridiculous frivolous <laughs> lawsuit because you're getting money. You're saying, you know what? I don't. I'm willing to take that one in a million chance that we win. Basically, 
because it's not on your dime. You're not the one paying for it. It's taxpayers. And that's, again, they, they don't care about taxpayers. This is the city of Knoxville saying, basically giving a middle finger to taxpayers saying, I don't care about you. I, I, I'm going to take this one in a million chance because I'm not putting the money up to pay for it. You're paying for these employees. You're paying our salaries outside council, whatever it was, you're paying for all of it. I don't care. And I'm willing to take a one in a million chance. But guess what? Nobody would do that on the personal, if, if it was their own money, nobody would make that lawsuit. I think a lot about how I don't have to convince myself to be passionate about my job. Like I don't have to wake up in the mirror and look at look look in the mirror every morning and say, your ideas are right. I don't have to convince myself of that. But whenever we go to court against the state of Tennessee or against a city, I think about the lawyers that are defending the government and how they must have to psych themselves up every morning to like convince themselves that they're doing a good thing and that they're right. Especially the lawyers in this case. There's no way that someone with a law degree could be like, this case is going to work. Zero percent chance. And, and I, li- I, li- I like the it. reason that the reason they did it, they cite it's like, they're like, oh, well, other cities have done this, which is true. None of them had won, though. <laughs> like, other, <laughs> just because other cities had filed a lawsuit, like, <laughs> they haven't won. There's no precedent that you're using. You're saying, oh, well, somebody else has done it. So, like, I guess we might as well do it. Like, it's, might as well it's, give it's, it a go. Roll it's the insanity. dice. <laughs> yeah. Like, I understand if there's some precedent that you're that you're going after. It, there wasn't. No. Like, oh, great. No. Other people. Yeah. Other people have ran into a wall and not died. I, I might as well do that. Like, like what are you? Ta- it, it, it's it doesn't make any sense. And doesn't make any sense. It, it's it's frustrating. And I get more like it's funny because this is like a funny report, tongue in cheek. Like we try to be clever. Um, but I get more and more frustrated as I talk about these entries because it's it really is such a just it is a middle finger to taxpayers. That's what it is. It is. And it's hard yeah, to describe well, it any other way. If I've said it once on this podcast, I've said it a million times. The reason that Mark and I, I think, are so lighthearted and are and do try to keep this fun is because if we didn't laugh, we'd cry. And so the pork report is one of those examples of we have to poke fun at this, lest it be despair and sadness when we actually talk about what's going on. Because I'm telling you guys, if you saw our list of potential entries, hundreds of entries long of things that we've dug up through the year that our policy research associate Jason has dug up throughout the year of ridiculous and egregious examples of government waste and abuse, you would be depressed. I'm just going to say you would be depressed. And so we got to keep it light. We got to keep it fresh. We got to keep it funny because if we don't, we're all going to be taking personal days off work for our mental health because it is, it is dark. It is not fun, but that's why we do this is to show you and to make it entertaining for you so that maybe that motivates you to ask questions with the same tone of sarcasm that we do, because clearly certain things aren't getting across to these elected officials who continue to spend our money in ridiculous and egregious ways. And so we approach it with sarcasm. Like, do you really think that this is going to work? Hmm. It, it begs the question, Mark, I know that we've covered what we want to cover, but hit me with any final thoughts that you have before we sign off for the day and encourage people to go look at the report. Well, the reason we do this report is for people because listen, you know, normal people who work, you know, 40, 50, 60 hours a week don't have time to go through comptroller's reports. They don't have time to watch the news or watch news, read the newspaper every day. So they're going to miss some of these things. And we try to put this thing out so it's <clears throat> it's easily digestible. And we don't expect you to look at all these things, but you should know what's going on. So it's a way for taxpayers to, to keep themselves educated. And, you know, if you're not happy with some of the things in the report, which if you have a pulse, you shouldn't be happy with that, that you should be, you know, willing to go talk to your legislators, go talk to your councilman, alderman, whatever, and just say, hey, I didn't like this, and I hope you don't do this in the future. And some of them can have more of an impact, but it's 
It's important to hold your elected officials and sometimes bureaucrats who aren't elected um, accountable. And that's why we do this. And again, we hope to make a difference in the future. It's not just about what we're putting on here. We're saying, hey, you know, you don't want to end up in the pork report. So think twice before you do this next project that you know is probably going to waste money. And like I said, it's a combination of, you know, well-intentioned people doing wrong things, doing incompetent things, um, just doing things that have no care at all for tax dollars. So there's a lot of different ways that this comes across, but the fact is all of it wastes tax dollars and that's why we're doing it. So, you know, please read it. I enjoy it. And hopefully, you know, if you know people who, um, <laughs> who are in this, if you have friends who are aldermen, council members, even people not involved say, Hey, this was really bad. Can we not do this again in the future? Can we make sure that we have somebody representing us either in city council, uh, mayor, state legislature, whatever, because it's important that, you know, people have their voices heard and that they're held accountable when they make bad decisions with our money. I know I speak for Mark and myself, and I believe I speak for the entire staff. Our goal in what we do working in the think tank and policy world is to not be needed anymore. We would love a world where our jobs are completely unnecessary, but right now they are. We would love a world in which the pork report is not necessary. It's an obsolete report because there's nothing to include. We would love a day where we sit down to go over pork report entries and Jason says, I got nothing. Unfortunately, that's not the case. And until that is the case, we will beat on the drum and raise awareness for what is going on in Tennessee and in your cities because it's that important to us. So if it's important to you too, hop on our website, beacontn.org slash pork 2022 Check out this year's pork report. Tell us what you think about it. Tell us if there's an example that we missed that we should look at for next year. Let us know what's going on in your cities so that we can draw attention to it and help you beat the drum in your locality. So with that, I will leave you with it. BeaconTN.org slash pork 2022. It's going to be up on our social media. We're going to be posting a lot about it. Share this podcast with your friends, especially if you live in one of the cities that we talked about. Once again, this has been Decaf, a production of the Beacon Center of Tennessee. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And do not forget to check out the Pork Report, beacontn.org slash pork2022. It's been great joining you today. We will see you next week. Hey,